You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. Sacramento Kings general manager Monty McNair, head coach Luke Walton, and star point guard De'Aaron Fox all spoke with members of the Sacramento media. On today's podcast, I'll have the best quotes and sound clips from those pressers, including my takeaways. Talking about Luke Walton remaining head coach of the Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox recovering from COVID, Monty McNair's approach to this offseason. It's all right here for you on the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all offseason. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports and now in beta on Android. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for the last six years. This was season number seven for me covering the Kings, both as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist. I have little time to waste today, a ton of audio clips to bring you. We're going to start with general manager Monty McNair as he is the guy that everybody wanted to hear from after yesterday's news that the Kings will be continuing with Luke Walton as their head coach. If you want just my straight takeaways from that decision, check out the episode of Locked on Kings that I released on Tuesday morning. You can also listen to the entire Monty McNair press conference unedited with all the questions Every single second of what Monty McNair had to say is available for you wherever you find the Locked On Kings podcast. It'll be the episode before this one, and I encourage you to go back and listen to the entire thing so you get full context. I'm not playing for you every audio clip of everything McNair said, just the major takeaways that I felt were important to talk about more here on Locked On Kings. So you can go back and listen to McNair's full press conference in its entirety. It's around 20 minutes long. Here is how McNair began his press conference officially committing to head coach Luke Walton. I want to start by, by thanking our players um, for their hard work this season. Um, I'd like to thank Luke um, and his staff. Thank our performance health staff who had an extremely challenging year, uh, especially with the COVID protocols. Um, and, uh, and thank my staff and the rest of basketball operations um, for the work they put in. Luke will continue to be our head coach. Uh, the team finished strong uh, down the stretch. Um, obviously did not ultimately uh, reach our goal, but um, he has the support of our players. Uh, we have a great working relationship. And um, while I, we, we both acknowledge that we, uh, we have to become better in many areas, um, we built that trust and um, we need the stability. Um, in this organization to, uh, to ultimately take that, that next step on the season. Um, we're disappointed. Um, fan base deserves better, deserves the playoffs. Uh, we feel the frustration. Um, we saw some good stretches, but ultimately we were too inconsistent and we need to find more consistency. Uh, defensively goes without saying has to be much improved. Luke and I recognize that we're going to work together to improve that offensively 
we made a jump, but I think this team can can be a top five offense consistently. So we'll look for another jump on that end as well. We're going to do everything in our power uh, to be aggressive and improve the team and, and ultimately uh, get back to the playoffs. Truthfully, there's 20 more minutes of McNair answering questions, but the meat and potatoes of what McNair had to say is all there in those opening statements. So much to take away from that. The main thing that I want to focus on is the three reasons why McNair decided to keep Luke Walton, or the reasons he shared for committing to Luke Walton. Number one is the support of the players. No surprise there. Number two is McNair talked about the great working relationship that he has with Walton. But number three is the main one that I want to focus on because it's what I've talked a lot about in multiple Locked on Kings podcasts this week. And that's stability for the organization. You heard McNair talk about it there. He said that stability is important for this team to continue on the path of development to take the next step. He's 100% correct. This organization has been unstable to say the absolute least, especially with their coaching staffs. So the fact that Monty McNair recognizes that and brought that up as one of his chief reasons for retaining Luke Walton actually tells me that he understands his environment. He understands the history of this Kings organization and what he has to do differently to change this organization for the better and get them to win again. I was very happy to hear that from McNair. And I'm glad that he didn't put any one of the three as more important than the others. It was a combination of the three that led to this decision for McNair. A decision, by the way, which is very uncommon in the NBA for a general manager to come in and keep for more than a year the head coach who he did not hire, who was already here, who the former general manager hired. You don't see that too often. I don't have the audio clip for you because I don't have time to play it amongst the others, but I will say that McNair also said later on in this press conference that he has had all the financial resources to do what he wants to do and that this decision was in no way a financial decision. Whether you want to believe that or not, that's up to you. But what McNair is saying is that the $13.5 million or whatever it is that Luke Walton is owed and the fact that this team is still recovering from COVID-19, that had nothing to do with his decision to retain Luke Walton. Here's more from McNair on why Luke is back. There was a lot of positive this year. Certainly not enough. We understand that. But, you know, Luke and I talk every day. We have a great working relationship. He's got the support of the players. Um, we found some success, uh, especially late in the season, um, to get back into the play-in race. Um, and ultimately, I felt that we could build on that and that he's the coach who's going to get us back uh, to the playoffs. That's the big quote right there at the end. Monty McNair committing to Luke Walton as the coach that is going to get the Kings back to the playoffs. You don't get much better than that if you're Luke Walton getting that statement of faith from your general manager. Again, the general manager that did not hire you. This is now Monty McNair's guy. No longer does McNair have the excuse of, well, he inherited a team with Luke Walton in place as the head coach. It wasn't his decision. Now it is his decision. Now the commitment to Walton is 100% on McNair alone. And if it doesn't work out, it's basically as if Walton was McNair's hire and Vlade never had anything to do with it. From that statement onward, this is the case. Walton is now McNair's guy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Here's McNair on the things that he liked this season. 
Yeah, I um, like I mentioned, I think our, our defensive improvement in the second half of the year is is something that we're going to point to. Um, it's still not enough. We got to be even better than that. But it was good to see um, some improvement on that end. Um, and ultimately, I, I you know we didn't um, we never want to have these long losing streaks. But to be able to come out of one after the deadline uh, mm-hmm. and make a run, make a push for the play in, um, you know, we ultimately fell short. Um, but that's something that we'll look to build on as well. I understand what McNair is saying there, being able to come out of the first nine-game losing streak the way that they did. The problem is they then went back into another nine-game losing streak, and that, to me, is the low point of this season. The fact that this team went through a nine-game losing streak overcame it, got back to their winning ways from the beginning of the season, and then set themselves up to once again fall into that same pit That is the most concerning part to this year. And to me, McNair, Walton, the coaching staff, and everybody in this front office need to look at what happened during that second nine-game losing streak, what led to that second nine-game losing streak, and address those problems first. Thankfully, the main problem is already pretty clear. It's defense. McNair knows that he and the Kings desperately have to correct that problem. No, I think we have the the talent up and down the roster – to be a significantly better defense, um, you know, guy, guys who have been on the team the whole year or, or since the deadline um, or, or even past the deadline. But um, I think all our guys in talking with them acknowledge we have to be better on that end In talking with Luke, we acknowledge we have to get better on that end. And um, ultimately it's up to us to do that. But I think the talent is there um, to, on the defensive end um, to have a better showing. I agree that the players currently on this roster are capable of playing better defense than what they showed this year. But significantly, I don't know how much I agree with that. To me, Monty McNair needs to drastically upgrade this roster defensively. And I'm not talking a complete overhaul. It can be the addition of one, two, or three players. But guys like Buddy Heald and maybe even Marvin Bagley are what they are on the defensive end of the floor. Sure, you'd like to get more defensive consistency out of guys like De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton who have shown they can be solid defensively. But again, pieces like Bagley, Buddy, being significantly better on defense... No, that's always going to be the biggest weakness of their game. So maybe you consider moving on from one or both of those guys to bring in talent who can be significantly better on defense. Speaking of which, here are some of the off-season priorities for McNair. You know, we'll, we'll be aggressive, whether it's, you know, really the three avenues, right? Draft, free agency, trade. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, be aggressive and, and smart and looking for um, – you know, big or small ways that we can upgrade the team there. Um, But, you know, I I don't think we can cut any one of those off. We need all three uh, at our disposal as we try to, um, you know, improve this and and get to where we got to go. The word he used multiple times is aggressive, so I'm holding him to it. Monty McNair has to be aggressive this offseason if the Kings are going to make enough improvement to get to where they want to be. And you're going to hear from head coach Luke Walton later on in this podcast. You're going to hear him set the clear goal for next season so none of us can doubt it. I'll give you a hint. It has to do with making the playoffs. If they're going to achieve that, McNair has to be aggressive. So now that he's said it, it's what I expect. And it's what the fans should expect. And speaking of the fans, Monty talked about how aware he is of their frustrations. You know, like I said, we, we feel and hear and see the frustration of the fans here. Uh, but we also see the passion and, and all we're trying to do is unlock that 
and and really turn it into the excitement um, that that this city's ready to explode with. Spotlight's on you, Monty. Their patience is out. My patience is out. You don't have multiple years to unlock that excitement. You need it right away. So does Luke Walton. So does Vivek Ranadive. Couple more for you. Here's McNair talking about his additions this season and some words on Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, no, we uh, we really like what what those guys brought to us this year. Uh, you mentioned Rashawn. You know, we love Rashawn. Uh, had a had a career year, integral part of our team, and um, so I won't go into all our details, but certainly uh, what he brought, what what some of the other guys brought. Um, you know, especially down the stretch was was instrumental, and uh, we'll continue to to look to them and others to to um, you know get us back where we got to go. Major question mark number one this offseason had to do with Luke Walton. Now that that's answered, major question mark number two, what you do with Rashawn Holmes? That'll be interesting to follow as free agency approaches. Finally, I got the opportunity to ask Monty McNair for some clarification about the plan this season. We've heard many talk about it initially being a gap year and how that changed once the Kings started winning some games and put themselves in a position to make the playoffs via the play-in around the trade deadline, Monty made it clear the gap year term was not from the Kings organization. Yeah, I um, I don't know where the uh, the really the gap year term originated. It wasn't with us, but um, yeah, we we wanted to use this year like any year uh, to continue to build on the core, the foundation that's here. Uh, build some winning habits. We think we did some of that, certainly not enough. And um, this off season and next year, uh, we'll continue to do that and, and be aggressive uh, in that way. But, um, but no, I don't know where the, where the gap year term came from, um, you know, but that, that's our goal. Today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations around the league, about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. I'm excited to join Locker Room just for playoff watch parties that have nothing to do with the Sacramento Kings. You can even find locked-on hosts around the NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL on Locker Room. I will be starting a Locked-On Kings room very soon. Now that Locker Room has come to Android and there's a beta version, I can finally get involved. So make sure you start an account with Locker Room, and once the Locked On Kings Room goes live, join me and get involved in the conversation. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices and in beta for Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL groups for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you on the app. I'll be sure to let you know again when the Locked On Kings Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now let's hear from Sacramento Kings head coach Luke Walton. He started out talking about how it's difficult to play for a general manager that didn't hire you, but how things have worked out nicely between him and McNair here in Sacramento. Um, it's it's hard uh, because it's you know you, you're hired by a certain staff and you have a relationship with that staff and you're in that together. Uh, so that part is definitely a challenge. And you know Monty and I didn't know each other at all when he took over. And like any relationship, is your trust is earned and built, uh, and so it took 
you know, it took us both actively uh, engaging each other, uh, talking every day on the phone if we're on the road, meeting in person. And as the season went, that relationship got good. Um, and it's, 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 a, it's a healthy relationship where I don't mind telling him anything uh, and he doesn't mind telling me. We understand what our jobs are and what our roles are. Um, but that is, to me, that's the best type of, of, of working relationship you can have. And, uh, you know, it's, it's so, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's in a good place. Um, and I think we both trust and respect each other. And we're, we're both committed to the same thing, which is building a winning team uh, here in Sacramento. All we can do is take Walton at his word here, and I'm happy to hear that Walton and McNair were able to develop a solid, strong relationship through the ups and downs of this season. Because I can imagine a lot of general managers would want someone to blame, someone to take the fall when their team goes on two separate nine-game losing streaks over the course of this season. And I'm not going to pretend that everything was rosy and happy during that time. I'm sure there were frustrations expressed by both parties. But to get to where we're at today with both sides willing to work together going forward, I personally see that as a positive. Now today, I'm willing to celebrate friendship and camaraderie between the two. Tomorrow, I expect results between the two. This is a results-oriented business. So yes, it's important that you get along, but it's more important that you get the job done and win some damn basketball games. That's what everybody's focus should be on from this offseason into next season and beyond. Speaking of this offseason, Walton didn't hesitate to express its importance. This offseason is huge for us. Um, we're very excited about the, uh, the the progress that a lot of players made this year um, in different stretches of the season uh, as far as the way we played as a team uh, is something to really use um, to, to motivate us to to take that next step. And that next step has to happen this off season. So, um, you know, what I mean by that is we can't wait until the season comes around to, to start finding our rhythm again. We need to be in the gym, in the weight room, working, uh, working on concepts, offensive concepts, defensive concepts. And, and I think we have a group that will. I, I really, you know, I, I love, um, you know, the work ethic of, of these guys and the, and the fact that they want to win. And, uh, you know, it's already, you know, two days and, you know, Tyrese has been in this gym uh, both days in the weight room on the court shooting. Harrison was in here yesterday. Uh, maybe he beat me in today. I don't know. But, you know, we have guys that are already talking about, look, we're prepping for next season now. So, uh, the, the, you know, it's, it's the culture you want to see. It's, it's the type of work you want to see. It's going to be a huge offseason for us. Did you catch what Walton said in there? The next step has to happen this offseason. Yes, it does, Luke. Here's more from Coach on the offseason. For the offseason, our big goal is, yes, going into next season, we want to make the playoffs. Um, our best chance to do that is to work our tails off every day on the details of the game uh, this this uh, this offseason. It's to watch the playoffs, to watch these teams, what they're doing, uh, the anger of losing, not being part of this uh, using that to motivate. And that's where that's where our effort and energy will be uh, for the offseason, our needs to be. There you go. Walton said it. The goal is clear. Make the playoffs next year. That is the goal. That is the bar. No more moral victories. That is how this team will be measured. That's how every move this offseason should be measured. Playoffs or bust. 
That is it for the Kings next season. That is it for McNair. That is it for Walton. That is it for every single one of these players and ownership. Playoffs or bust. It starts today. But even with those expectations, Walton says he's excited. The thing that's uh, encouraged me the most is everyone everyone is ready to take that next step. You can feel it. Um, and, and, you know, from from the the conversations and what we need to work on uh the awareness of what we're bad at and and where uh where as a group we can we can make strides like that's all there and everybody's uh committed to it um and that's exciting because when when a group is together and, and, and working towards one goal you know great things can happen so it's like we're, we're all there. I know people are going their separate ways. Uh, we're going to be in constant communication with them. Coaches are going to be flying all over the country for guys who are out of town. And then we got a good amount of guys that will be in, in town working. So um, it's uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, we have a lot of work to do. We got a long way to go, um, but I believe we'll, uh, we're on our way. We've heard a lot about the support of the players that Walton has and how that was instrumental in him keeping his job here in Sacramento. Here's Walton talking about that support, and he directs it away from himself and more about this locker room and team, their ability to stick together as a whole, and how he expects that from them. Well, it's a culture of togetherness. Uh, We have each other's back. Nobody gets all the credit. Nobody gets all the blame. We're in it together. Um, And together, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start winning again. Um, and, and, you know, I know that 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 takes time and, 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 you know, so you want it right away, but it's just, it, you know, sometimes it happens faster than others, but is if you have a group of guys that are on the same page and working together, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to happen. So, um, you know, I, I, I love hearing that. I expect to hear that whether not just about me, but about each other too. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's important to us as a group. So, uh, like I said, the the, the culture is working. Uh, the 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 habits are being built, and now it's about um, continuing on that path to where that starts leading to more uh, to more wins, and then that leads us into a chance to to get into the playoffs. You're going to hear from De'Aaron Fox here in just a couple minutes talking about some of the qualities that Luke Walton has as a head coach that make him so well-liked in that locker room. But first, here's Coach Walton talking about De'Aaron Fox and his season. You know, it's one of my things I'm most excited about De'Aaron is his awareness and his, uh, you know, his intelligence of, of the game and, and just, you know, how it's played. Um, and for him to gain that experience and to gain that knowledge of like, oh, okay, this is me playing at this level and this is how hard it is. And now this is, you know, when I do slump off a little bit, um, you know, only, only he can answer that question. I never, I never got to that level as a, as a player. Uh, so it's, you know, for, for guys that are special enough to, to be able to do what he can do, um, they have to live through that. And then they ha- that has to motivate them to be like, listen, that that's, you know, you hear players talk about all the time with the playoffs, once they get there, they're like, I don't ever want to not be here again. And it's the same. So you go through that as a player individually and you're like, I'm at this level right now. I don't, that's where I want to, that's where I want to live all the time. Now, how do I motivate? What does it take me to do this off season uh, to give myself a better chance? So the fact he lived through that and got that experience uh, is great for him and for, for us as far as the future is concerned. 
This episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors that are scooped up nearly faster than they come out? Built Bar fans are passionate about their favorite flavors. The main nine are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. My favorite is mint brownie. You know I've talked about it way too much here on the Locked On Kings podcast over the last year. If you haven't tried any of the flavors or all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. I encourage you to give at least every single one a try. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the official sports gambling partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. BetOnline can help you make money during this offseason on some of the moves that the Kings may or may not make. Yes, you can even bet on off-season moves. So Sacramento Kings fans, you can always cash in on your Kings knowledge. You can also cash in on baseball season, which is in full swing right now. Track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on Ben online your online sportsbook experts I'm going to kind of speed through these De'Aaron Fox audio clips less commentary from me more of Fox himself Fox battled a pretty nasty case of COVID that held him out for the final month or so of the season we'll start with De'Aaron talking about how he doesn't know how he contracted COVID. Yeah, actually, I I have no idea. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. Because, like, after we played Minnesota, the second one, the one uh, that we won, I, was, I had, like, a headache that night. So, like, I don't I don't know when I actually got it. And then the next day, I, got, I was fine. Um, tested, because we were off that day. Tested that day. Um, and then that night, I started to get, like, uh, body aches and chills. And I was like, I think I... I might have it. So then Dr. Braley called me at like 7 a.m. the next morning. I'm like, oh, well, I definitely have it. So then he told me that I, that I tested positive. So I'm not sure. I don't I don't know when, when I would have gotten it. After clearing protocols towards the end of the season, Fox wanted to return, but said he played a game of two-on-two before the Memphis Grizzlies games and knew he had a long way to go. So we played two-on-two um, the, day bef- the day we left for Memphis, and that was a struggle. That was, it was, that was really hard for me. Um, like playing half court and then playing full court. Um, it, was, it was different coming because I was probably in the best shape I've, I've ever been in, you know, before I got COVID and then coming back um, and barely even being able to, you know, uh, finish a couple two on two games was definitely difficult. So um, I don't know how close I was, but it definitely, you know, needed a lot more time. There was really no point in rushing Fox back. He is their franchise guy. And with Fox, he expects to play at a high level on a nightly basis. That is the leap that he made this year. And Fox talks about the challenges of being good, if not great, every single night. It takes a lot. You know, the players that do that 
that have done that for years on a consistent basis, night in and night out. It takes a lot to be able to do that. Like you said, um, I've had, I had really great stretches and then I've had some stretches where, you know, I weren't, I wasn't even close to the level of play that I were, that I was at. So um, just, just trying to get back to that level of consistency, you know, night in and night out where you're playing really good. And then sometimes you're playing great, but then if you're not playing great, you're still playing good basketball. You're playing really good basketball. And um, I don't think I was there uh, just yet. And that's just something to continue to build off of. And, you know, I know what it takes to, to be playing at that level. And uh, just you know, for me to continue to get better to where if I'm not playing great, that I'm still, you know, affecting the game in, in positive ways. Here's De'Aaron Fox talking about his growth as a leader this season. Something that he talked a lot about wanting to improve at the beginning of the year. I've definitely progressed a lot. I mean, I think I'm in a, I'm in a much better place um, in that aspect than I was, you know, coming into the season. Um, but I think with with what we did and, you know, how we, you know, came out of, you know, some of the losing streaks, obviously we did it later than, um, you know, we wanted to or expected. But um, every time, you know, when we come out those losing streaks, it was, you know, we'd win three, four, five in a row. So um, just being able to pull us out of things like that, you know, a lot sooner and a lot quicker um, is definitely something that we need to work on as a team and as, and, and myself, you know, to to get us, you know, back in the win column rather than letting it slide, you know, for that long. Fox talks about his bright future with Tyrese Halliburton as that starting Kings backcourt for years to come. I mean, very optimistic. I think, you know, we can be one of those, you know, backcourts who start, you know, who, who start together and play for several years together and, um, you know, continue to feed off of each other. And, I mean, we can both do, do things, you know, extremely well. And, you know, one thing I was talking about with Monty is, you know, we should be a much better defensive backcourt. Um, so with that, you know, one comes experience and two, you know, we just have to, you know, be able to continue to understand the game and uh, be able to uplift our team on that end of the court, you know, knowing that offensively, you know, we're, we're fine. What, what we, what we did this year was enough. So uh, defensively, we just have to be better as a backcourt and as a team. And of course, a couple audio clips here for you of De'Aaron Fox talking about Luke Walton. First, he talks about Walton's coaching style, characteristics, and what makes him so well-respected by players in that Kings locker room. I mean, one, you know, he's someone who's, who's played the game. So, um, you know, he understands, you know, everything, um, you know, the players are one going through and uh, into what they need to continue to do to, to get better. I mean, he's, you know, he's won a championship. He's, been, he's played at that level. Uh, he's played at the highest level, you know, you could possibly play at. So um, he, he understanding, you know, the players and if something needs to be done, he can actually go out there and show you what needs to be done. So I think he's continued to help me grow as a player and um, individually, um, you know, as a playmaker, you know, what I, what I need to do defensively, um, you know, little things like usually, you know, you got, you, you'd have like vets, like when we had uh, Vince and Zebo and George, you know, they can show you things um, to help you, you know, want to get better, get, get better getting through a screen or getting better off ball or what you need to do. And uh, he's, since he's, since he's been able to play, those are things that, you know, some coaches aren't, aren't really able to do. And he's able to do those things uh, that, that can really help you um, in those smaller areas. So, um, and then he's a great communicator. He's someone that, that communicates all the time, whether it's on the court or off the court. So that's, that's kind of how we, you know, really built our relationship. Last one, Sean Cunningham from ABC 10 asked De'Aaron about his message for fans who are unhappy by the news that Luke Walton will remain the Kings head coach. I mean, one that it takes, you know, it takes time to build uh, as a team, as, 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 a, as players, as a coach, as a GM. Um, but with us, I mean, I think with us sticking together, like we said, if, if you cut, you know, those nine game losing streaks into three and six or hell, even two and seven, you know, we're in an entirely different position and, and that's already being built on from, from where we were last year to where, to, um, you know, where we are this year. So 
I think just little minor things uh, for us as a team and what we're doing on the court definitely will um, will change, you know, the trajectory of this team. And it's it's little things, but you know, people can say whatever they want, but you know, we know how we feel about each other in you know inside this inside this organization, and we know what we, what we should be able to do. I know you want to react to some of the things that McNair, Walton, or Fox had to say. You can do so on Twitter, at Matt George Radio on Twitter is how you can reach me. Feel free to DM me or tweet me publicly there. Or you can email me if you like, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. I'd love to engage with you in conversation about all these sound clips plus more from these press conferences. Again, you can check out Monty McNair's full unedited press conference. Just look at the post before this episode by Locked On Kings. You'll find it there. I'm excited about the Thursday and potentially Friday editions of the Locked on Kings podcast this week. I am having a roundtable of Sacramento Kings media members sit together and discuss the decision to bring Luke Walton back. Concerns with that, pros and cons, expectations for this offseason and the future. You're really going to enjoy it. It's definitely going to be on the Thursday edition of Locked on Kings. If it's long enough, we'll make it two parts and put it on Friday as well. I hope you'll join me for that. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and I will talk to you next time. You have been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.